The date was July 14, 2000. A terrible funnel cloud carved a kilometer-wide path of destruction, tossing fragile mobile homes into the lake and smashing others beyond recognition. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. It was the Pine Lake Tornado of 2000, and that's what's on deck today, this day in weather history. As night fell on the Green Acres campground at Pine Lake, Alberta, so too was it accompanied by 300 kilometer per hour wind. The Alberta storm, which hit a resort town about 45 kilometers southeast of Red Deer, came as a surprise to campers and meteorologists alike, seeming to appear out of nowhere and then dissipating in only five minutes. Local resident Sean Urquhart remembered, and I quote, it looked like a big mushroom. I said to my wife, that looks like it's right over the lake. And I remember the rest of the sky around me was clear, but there was a huge, huge mushroom cloud over the lake. As soon as I got close to the lake, I said to my wife, oh my God, that did hit the lake. And then I told my wife to get to her sister's house while I ran in to try and help everybody. You see, the panic was because Mr. Urquhart was looking out over Pine Lake and everyone knew that the Green Acres campground is there. And this is July 14th after all. So that campground is packed. And remember, this storm took everyone by surprise. You putting the pieces together? Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Environment Canada said it was a combination of factors that came into play that are basically generational in nature. Such types of tornadoes are exceedingly rare in Canada. The RCMP were on scene immediately and said that it looked as though a steamroller had actually gone through it and flattened it out. That coming from Constable Dan Doyle. A desperate rescue effort was mounted, but officials had no idea how many visitors were at the campground or how many were at each site. In the days that followed, over 100 people worked on the search and rescue mission in and around the campgrounds. When the final tally and account was taken, the F3 tornado had killed 12 people and injured 140 others, causing $18.2 million in damages. Removing the mountains of debris took months for the community. During those months, residents had come together to help one another get through the toughest of the days. They had lost property, belongings, and friends. Today at the Green Acre Campground, there's little evidence of the terror that rolled through the site those many years ago, other than a small memorial grove where 12 trees were grown to represent the 12 lives lost in the storm, you wouldn't know what had happened in the now rebuilt campground if you go and you're looking at it. The Pine Lake tornado is the fourth deadliest in the country's history. In Alberta, only Edmonton's devastating Black Friday storm on July 31st, 1987 caused more destruction when winds of up to 417 kilometers per hour took the lives of 27 and raised buildings in the Strathcona Industrial Park. And you can bet the farm that we will be looking back on that event when we come around to July 31st, this day in weather history. You know, just before we go, I have one more story from Pine Lake. Uh, this one 
got brought to my attention just recently, and I really do feel that it is necessary to reflect on it. Uh, this is this is quite a story. It's the story of Phyllis Mary Galliberg, born in 1926, July 22nd, 1926. She was in Pine Lake. She was 73 years old at the time, and she went through that storm. She had returned to pick up just a few items that she desperately wanted to get from the trailer that she was living in when the storm picked her up and threw her with such brute force. She's 73 now. A rescue worker found her lying quietly and simply threw a sheet over her, assuming that she was already dead. She was not. Her daughter, Patty McNaughton, would later find her mother's lipstick case and bank card down at the water's edge, and she would go back and find her mother. She did not die in the disaster of Pine Lake that day. No, Phyllis Mary Galliberg would go on to live until her final day, resting on March 21st of 2017 at the age of 90. Tomorrow is July 15th. We're going to look back at what 193 millimeters falling in one event would do to a city. Because it happened back on July 15th, 2004 in Peterborough, Ontario. This day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.